We in the office. There's a price you pay for the game you play. Oh! We in the office. Oh! Welcome to Say It How You Feel. As always, you know we got some fire lined up for you guys. Uh, disclaimer, it's going to be fucking controversial. Controversy time. Yes. We're going to be on some shit today. I'll tell you right now. So um, with that forewarning, I want you to go ahead, kick back, relax, grab yourself a snack, shut your mouth and open your ears and get ready to soak up this game. All right. We're going to we, we it's going it might get a little hectic here. Your blood pressure might go up. Your armpits might get sweaty, but don't go nowhere. Stick by us. All right. Because, you know, if you, you got something to say, you can say it in the comments or just shut the fuck up and enjoy the show. <laughs> Listen. Listen, I'm all for people saying shit how they feel. That's I'm keeping it a stack, right? I I, I live off that. If y'all feel some type of way about this shit, if you guys feel some type of way about this shit, please let us know. We love to talk if y'all have not noticed, right? So I'm with it. But listen, today we're going to be talking about some heavy shit, right? Um, I've been seeing a lot of comments. I've been seeing a lot of emotions. I've been seeing a lot when it comes to this topic. And it is the verdict on that Kyle Rittenhouse case. Yeah, man. And, you know, I feel some type of way about it too. But again, you know, um, as a veteran, as a gun enthusiast, um, and as a sensible person, I can understand how anyone could feel on both sides when it comes to this case. So uh, I'm down I'm down to chop it up, man. It's all about dialogue and understanding, you know, ju and just because, um, just because your feelings are hurt about something, it doesn't always change the facts, you know? That's true. And and I'm glad, I'm glad you brought that up. So listen, let's go ahead and dig into the case, right? So, but hold on another disclaimer. With anything mm. we say here, if anybody come out their mouth and start talking some coon shit or any of that shit, when you see me, you're going to have to see me. Because uh, <laughs> you're not going that right. <laughs> like I said, this is solely based off of facts and, you know, based off of our opinions on this shit. You may feel some type of way about whatever the fuck we about to say here as a precursor. You know what I'm saying? However, mm -hmm. it's all about feelings and emotions. All right. So, you know, get out your feelings and, and, and think about this shit uh, logically. All right. So let's go ahead. Listen. OK, so before we even fucking dig into it, like a lot of people are making this a race thing. Right. And it when is. we're looking, it <clears throat> is it is to a certain degree. But when we're talking about the facts of the case. Right. My biggest thing, I, I spoke to some people this weekend or this week period and they were in arm, like they were heartbroken, bro. They're like, yo, why is it that these motherfuckers could do whatever they want and get away with it? Right. But as someone who has done law enforcement, as someone who loves the law, like I love the law. I love studying that shit. I love knowing case law. I love breaking shit down. I love having loopholes because there's a loophole to everything. Right. And one of the biggest things for me when it comes to being so in tune with the law and knowing my fucking rights is knowing when something is wrong. And when it is just right now, the verdict based on what they did, right? Of course, that was going to be the outcome. And I'll explain what I'm talking about in a minute. But the verdict for that case, bro, is that of one of self-defense. That's a fact. Yeah. Whether if anyone wants to fucking dispute that, whether if anyone wants to sit there and say it's about race or whatever the fuck. Wrong. They set it up that way. And I'll explain what they did, right? And I'll explain how I knew it was going to be that verdict from day one. Uh, the moment, now here we're going to get into some technical shit, right? 
he was not found guilty on any of the murder charges because none of that shit was premeditated, right? Here's the facts of the case. We had a minor, I believe he was 17 at the time, right? Mm -hmm. Traveled state lines with a, no firearm, right? He traveled state lines into the state, grabbed the firearm, and then proceeded to go out to where the, the mob was or the crowd was, right? We'll call them protesters. Let me call them what they were, protesters, right? Yeah. Um, as he heads out there, um, I guess there was an altercation that arise, and he he did, bro. He made several attempts to get away from them, right? We're not, I'm not even going to get to how I feel about that yet. Let's talk about the facts. Um, in the midst of getting away from them, he was attacked several times. The last time, on the third count, that this young boy was attacked, this dude was about to beat his head in with a scooter, uh, a skateboard, excuse me. He's about to beat his head in with a skateboard, and homie would pull out a gun. Right? They was about to kill this kid. And at that moment, there was nothing else he could have done to protect himself other than to, to fire, fire that weapon, right? And that's what he did. So if you look at the facts of the case, yes, that is self-defense. Now let's talk about where they fucked up. First of all, he should have never been out there to begin with. Facts. That's how I feel about that. Never should have been out there. If I was a parent, I would be so disheartened at the fact that my child was caught up in a mess like this, right? Should have never been out there. He should have never brought a firearm out there, a loaded Back. firearm at that out there, especially when the first thing they teach you and the police should have said something to him. Right. That's the thing that kills me. You got all these fucking police officers and all these cops out there that no one said, yo, listen, shorty, I get it. You can be out here. You have the, you know, the right to bear arms and the right to carry. I get that. However, it's just not wise with this amount of people. It's just not wise. Go home. Right. No one Anytime. advised him. Anytime you enter, I'm all mean to cut you no, off. Go ahead, but, go ahead, bro. Um, as you know, I, I, you know, I stay strapped, and I have been stopped in the car with my firearm on me. You know, as a police officer, um, you know, going through my law enforcement training, I know that I, as a cop, I would rather know that you have a firearm in your vehicle when I stop you. However, I do know that when I go to pull you over and there is a firearm, now I'm kind of on edge. So when I get stopped by the police, I don't even I don't even say shit about my <laughs> about my yeah, firearm. Facts. Like facts. why introduce it? So with this child going out here with a loaded firearm to protect these businesses, uh, that's you know what is assumed, I guess, is the fact that he went out there for the protection of these local businesses. With that firearm, you introduce that into the situation. What what did people think was going to happen? Right. You know, like, yes. what? He, you thought he was coming out here to, to show off the gun. Like, no, if you brought this firearm down here, it's because you plan on using it. Correct. Facts. Correct. And here's my thing. Right. Another thing that fucking blows my mind. Anyone who practices law enforcement, anyone that's been in the military that serves, especially my Marines, you all know. Right. You must know your target and what lies behind your behind target. Yep. That is why they fucking they beat this shit into us. Like for those that have never served in the military, they beat the target, the ranges and all that shit. Like you must know the specification of your weapon and how far it can go and what it can do. Right. It's yo, it's like brought down to a fucking rocket science. And for those who have never served and don't have that understanding, you would never want to bring a weapon like that into a crowd. But wait, hold on now. Because There's there was more. a person there, exactly, there was a person there who had a handgun in a crowd, and he was protesting, right? Isn't that why, the, isn't that what engaged Kyle to begin with to go ahead and even have that interaction? I don't so, fucking know, but I know when yes. I went to the protest, I was strapped too. 
Like uh, you yes. thought I was gonna be down here where anything could kick off at any moment, and I wasn't gonna have mine. Get the fuck right. out of here. Because if anything kick off, I'm gonna make it home. And that may have been the way that Kyle felt about it as well. However, mm -hmm. the way that this he didn't come down here to protect anyone. He came down. Well, he didn't come down here for that reason. That's not why he had it for his own protection. He came down here to protect the businesses from mm -hmm. what was stated. So that's Correct. vigilante justice at that point. You're, you're stepping up above and beyond your, uh, what you need to do as a civilian and involving yourself in some shit that you really don't need to be involved in. You cross state lines to go protect some businesses? Really? That's what you did? For a town that you never lived in? That's what you did? Yeah. And, and, that's, right. and that's my thing. And, and I'm just like, bro, really? Anywho, like I said, one guy, had a, he had a handgun. It was concealed, right? Cool. But the fact that you have agitators, you have this kid out here with this with this um, with this weapon and it just it just made it it was a recipe for disaster. And I'm you know, I listen, shout out to law enforcement, but I really felt like they could have the moment you seen this kid, you could have definitely advised him. Listen, I just think you should go home. Let us handle it. It's dangerous out here. And look, people died right now. People are upset with the verdict and they're saying, like, you know, um, the judge. I'm not even gonna speak on the judge. I'm gonna say mm. I never seen no shit like that in like my that fucking, ever and fucking in my life. life. Never no. seen no shit like that when it comes to the judge and his practices. Um, if anything, somebody should have called the fucking mistrial with good grounds. Somebody should have called the mistrial, but it's uh, it's stuck now. Like th that's it. He's cleared. The only other way they can get this motherfucker back in court is if they have new evidence because of you know double jeopardy. But we're not even gonna talk about that. Let's just talk about the facts, right? Um, now you have what's called where they dismiss the gun charge right and this is how they secured the case right the prosecution dropped the ball on this uh his defense attorney his defense his defense stated that due to the fact that the firearm was of a certain barrel length right just the length of the barrel is a fucking technicality they were mm -hmm. able to drop the gun charge if you drop the gun charge you're dropping the intent if you drop the intent that's it He's good. You understand what I'm saying? So and the I moment, in, I was saying, and I think in that state, the age that you can have a, your own rifle is 16. Yes, within that, that state. state. And so, he did not cross state lines with that rifle. From, with the rifle. From, so that weapon was already registered in that state. Yeah. So he's covered, bro. It's covered, man. He just knows that he knows. He got off. He got off, man. And I'm telling you, that gun charge was the biggest thing. That was the one they should have fought for. If you if you're, if you're being honest, right? If you were, if you, if you really want to stick it, you have to, you had to have kept that gun charge. It was that gun charge that made everything. Without that gun charge, it was a wrap. And the way he got off on that technicality was a barrel size, because it I, fit a different barrel size. It was able to be um, deemed a different type of weapon. I, on, I don't bro. know. I don't know how the fuck he got off. All I'm saying is he went. Down <laughs> I'm telling there. you, he went down there with the with the intent to protect something. He, he went down there to protect even if it meant taking someone else's life so that's where that there is my gray area as to why he should some type of punishment should come down from this you know what i'm saying like something mm -hmm. has to happen because that, that wasn't your fucking job and if everyone felt like that that they had the right to take someone else's life and, and meaning of protecting you know, whatever the fuck they want to protect, then uh, at, it's the wild, wild west. Somebody else said it, it, it would be Gotham City. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. do whatever the fuck we want to at that point because I can always justify it. Oh, yeah, I, I killed this person because I felt like my life was in danger. That shit only works. It seemed like it only works for, for one side. Correct. You know, 
and they 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 building this boy up like he's some type of fucking hero or some shit because of what he did. But the media fucking Trayvon Martin was you know he was dragged through the mud. So it's some, like what that's yeah. that's that's the that's the most frustrating shit, bro. Is when it comes to the system and the way shit works out, it, it seems like it never works out in our favor. It never does. And and another thing too, I'm I'm I posted that whole Trayvon Martin thing and um. I got some, you know, I got some some comments and people were just like, listen, you can't compare the two. Zimmerman's guilty as fuck. You cannot compare the two. And I was like, tell me why I can't compare the two. And he's like, for the simple reason that Zimmerman is fucking guilty, like beyond guilty. But Florida and their fucking laws, as you know, Florida has those funky laws, bro, where it's not a problem until it becomes a huge enough issue for where the world is watching. Right. That's the kind of laws we have in place. And that is a lack of people being in tune with knowing their rights, bro. I'm going to tell you right now, I've said this shit a million fucking times when we were doing law enforcement. If you do not know your rights, you have no, no fucking rights. rights. You yep. have to know your rights. You have to know what you can and cannot do, right? And I understand people saying, you know, that case was completely different. But one case that I cannot dispute is Breonna Taylor. Facts. Her, her boyfriend. Right. You cannot dispute that. Something has been going on. Something's in the water <laughs> of north. I don't know what the fuck it is. Research department. But yeah, man. And it's, it's I just it just kills me how the narrative is switched, you know, when it comes to this shit. And then you got the whole Ahmaud Aubrey thing that's going on right now. It's like it's just ugh, if these motherfuckers get off like this. There's no way. There's no way. He openly admitted on on the stand that he had no probable cause to even you know, do what the fuck. Say anything. Did. Yeah. Yeah. But I want to touch back on this um Brianna Taylor's boyfriend, right? Because that case does fit. Right? That case does yeah. fit. Because that was self-defense. A hundred percent. And if they say it wasn't, right, they're gonna have to really prove why it wasn't. Because I could tell you right now, if I'm home sleeping and my fucking door is knocked down and I'm hearing I don't hear no police, all I hear is a bunch of screaming, right? And chaos. You can't fault me for bucking shots into the dark. You know what I'm saying? You really can't. Same situation here. If that door opens up without my permission, what do you think is going to happen? You think you're just going to walk in here and it's going to be all right? Like, no, I got some I got some shit in here. Yeah. And I'm going to let that motherfucker ride. So, <laughs> like, you... I got you, guns. Yeah, I got, I got ammo. I got, I got ammo. rounds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's real shit, bro. I got rounds. Real shit. I got ammo. God damn it. You can't even... start doping. So we'll say we'll say all that to say he was clear as he should have been. Absolutely. As he should have been. As he but should the have way been. the way you're demonized, Facts. you know, it's just um I just hate the fact that like when it comes to black gun owners, that the NRA don't have that same energy. They don't, bro. You know, it's Look it's at, always yep. it's always, you know, when it comes to the uh the the pale skin folks. Um, mm-hmm. you know, they get the full backing and full support of the NRA and, and the gun community. But anytime it's somebody of color on the other end of that gun, when the rabbit got the gun, yeah, you know, it's it's a lot of demonization and it's real quiet coming from that side. So it's just like they they those folks don't want to stand with us. Here's here's one that I know that you always told me that this shit bothered you tremendously. Like I, you said, out of all the people that have passed away over just in the last two years, I remember you sitting down talking to me about this one. It was the killing of uh, Philando oh, Castillo. Yeah. yeah, that shit right there, that that one hurt me. You know what I'm saying? Because that man didn't do anything wrong. 
He nope. didn't do anything wrong. You know, uh, he was calm, cool, and collected. When the officer walked up, he informed him, hey, I do have my firearm. And that's another reason why I don't even introduce my firearm into the situation. Nope. If you're stopping me for speeding, you have, there's no reason for you to know I got a firearm. Whatever the fuck you stopping me for. You, correct. Like, there's no reason. So why even it's, bring it up? This correct. man said, I got my firearm. And it was like, okay, well, cool. Can you show me your ID? He was like, oh, yeah. And as he's reaching, if I just told you I got a gun, you think I'm going to reach for the gun after I told you I got the motherfucker? Like, right. as he's reaching to provide you with identification, you let shots off. Enter this vehicle. His baby in the back seat. His wife is in the passenger seat. You killed this man in front of his family for doing what you told him to do. Facts. And got off. And got off. You feel you fear for your life because the car smelled like marijuana. The the people that you need to worry about, like the the least threatening person is somebody who's fucking high on weed. They don't want no confrontation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They want to they, they want to get to where they're getting so they can chill the fuck out. They they're not out here facts. trying to start no fights. If you smelled alcohol, it'd have been a different story. If you walked up and it smelled like burnt crayons, it'd be a different fucking story. But the fact <laughs> that you said you, it smelled like fucking marijuana. That is what caused you to you fear for your life, like that 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 fear for your life bullshit is the the most. It's I, a hate fucking, I hate which, that. I hate that excuse. I hate that. What's that shit called? It's um that book. That's a catch all. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a catch all. It's like a go to. It's like I fear for my life. Oh my god, that's it. It's a wrap. But like, I let never, me say I this. Ain't, I ain't never heard a firefighter say I ain't going to that building because I was scared for my life. Facts. There you go. You took the words right out of my mouth. Right out of my mouth, bro. I was going to say, if you're that afraid, switch your fucking job, bro. Get a new job. Switch your job. You know how people, I know, you know, people I know that that deal with some dangerous shit and them niggas never go to work and say, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid. Like it, it comes with the territory. Right. And I listen, I'm 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 all about everybody going home safely. I used to preach that shit. We go home. We go to work in one piece. We come home in one piece. I'm big on that. However, you're dealing with people and you have to treat them the way you would want to be treated, bro. And I feel like we have people dealing and policing in communities that they have no type of connection with. In fact, they look at these individuals as scum, yep. you know? So how are you going to sit here and be the judge, jury and executioner in some fucking cases and, and go about your life with no problem? You know, what I'm saying? A, you know, another thing is when you have these police departments that look at it as it's us versus them. Yes, you know, bro. We used to remember when we were even when we were enlisted as police officers, we would get that all the time. It's, it's us versus them type deal. You know, it's, it's all about us. We got to We got to look out for us. Number one. It wasn't even about protecting the base or protecting the people that, you know, that are here. It was always about us, you know, and that's yep. the way a lot of police forces look at it is, OK, well, it's us versus them. It's the police versus the people that we're supposed to be protecting. And that's not the attitude you should have when it comes to being law enforcement. No. Your it's not. whole job is to protect, to protect and fucking and serve. serve. That's right. That means you're going out there. Uh, I never forget this shit, bro. Um, I was talking to one of the guys, the older guys, and he was like, listen, man, we're not here to fucking ruin somebody's day. We're here to help. That means you see somebody pulled over to the side of the road and they got a flat tire. You should be pulling over and assisting them. You yep. should be out there helping them. You know, you got, we used to get a lot of calls and you know how our shit fluctuated, but he was like, we are, we're, we're doing things wrong. Right. There's no reason why we're driving past someone that has a flat tire or we're driving past someone that, that needs roadside assistance. That is what we're here for. We're here to help the community. We're here to have a bond. 
And that's why if you ever notice, those communities that have the best type of policing are those where the officers know the kids. Mm-hmm. They know who's they know what's going on. They know so and so is over here doing X, Y, and Z, and they keep the kids away from it. They're in the communities. And that's why they, they, they should, their respect goes so far beyond, you know, just them versus us. And that's why we keep having these issues. And you know what? And on top of that, I'm going to keep it a stack too, bro. It's not worth the money that the cops have to deal with all the bullshit they deal with. Fact. Let's keep it a stack. That's a thankless job, man. That's a thankless it is. job. They're not making no money, bro. And they're out here risking their lives every day for someone who doesn't give two fucks about them. So it goes both ways, bro. And I can see it. However... One thing that I've, I think you've, you've known me since, since I've, since I met you, when it comes to law enforcement, bro, I loved with a fucking passion. There is nothing more than my kids that I love next to law enforcement, bro. I loved it. I loved every fucking bit of it. Right. Yeah. Tell me how many times I, besides that one, <laughs> tell me how many times I ever had an issue where I couldn't deescalate a situation just by communicating with somebody. Never. Uh, Besides that one. It, just just that one. Just, just that, that one. one. Hey, man, everybody and, got and, one. And, and then the uh, the any other time uh, you kind of had a little uh, <laughs> a little assistance in making that decision. For instance, the one out on the flight line, you know, what I'm saying like that. that there was that there was you, you did everything you could. And I was the one that was like, fuck that shit. <laughs> it's time to take this up a notch because somebody yeah. ain't listening. There's a there's a there's a miscommunication here. So, right. But um, okay, fair. Yeah. But but look again, at that. That, all that those calls, bro. You. That wasn't yeah. on you. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And one thing I'm so fucking happy to see is that New York City is actually picking up on like de-escalation techniques and like communicating and under having an understanding because NYPD is very diverse, man. They're very diverse, but it's different when you can connect on some when you can connect with people on a level where like, yo, I don't have to flex on you. You see yeah. me standing here with a gun and a badge. Well, I got to flex on you. I'm human, just like you. Let's keep it a stack. You know, I can always keep it real with you. And my professionalism is through the roof. And that is what I feel like we need to get back to. But in these countries, bro, I mean, not countries, in these states, it ain't like that. It is not like that at all. And it's unfortunate. And unfortunately, people are dying. And it's fucking sad, bro. It's sad. But I don't want to go on a tangent. We're keeping this strictly on the case and on cases. And uh, like I said, as it stands from a... um a law point of view the, the child is innocent man that that dude is innocent he's innocent he is i'm not saying he's innocent he's not guilty it's self-defense but let me like, say that and i know you kind of want to stick to just this case type deal but the way i'm looking at it is i just wish that you know people of color were treated the way that guilty white folks were treated you know what i'm saying like damn like you know you 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 had these different cases of a mass shooter going out and doing whatever the fuck he wants to and then making it home safely and it's apprehended safely and then taking the fucking Burger King with a fucking vest on. You know what I'm saying? Like, what? why Why is, Why is? should he be afforded any of that, you know, after right. taking so many lives when somebody else who, a, a kid, you know, can have a toy gun and be gunned down within six seconds of an officer responding. I know it's different officers. I know it's different cities, but you have to pay attention to the fact that, like, we are looked at as threats before we're looked at as being human. And when it comes to that side of things, they look at them like, oh, okay, maybe he's just having a bad day. They get the benefit of the doubt. You remember that one training video that we seen with, um, they used to show it uh, at least once a year, the, we would be talking about uh, never letting someone go back into their vehicle. Yes. Never letting someone go back into their vehicle. It's this guy, he's pulled over in a pickup truck. And yes. 
he <laughs> the officer tells him to step out of his vehicle and mm-hmm. he steps out of his vehicle and as him and the uh, officer are going back and forth the guy tells the officer i'm about to get my gun mm-hmm. and the officer's like don't do that please don't do that and he's like mm-hmm. no nah, fuck that i'm going to get my gun this is yes. what we're going to do i'm going to get my gun i'm not going back to jail i'm going to get my gun and yes. he proceeds to let this man walk all walk the way back. to his yes. car Mm-hmm. Get out of the car! Don't reach in there! Please stop, don't reach! Stop! In there. Stop! Begging this man not to go in that vehicle, please. And dude goes in the car and pulls out what he had. I think he had a rifle and got it the was a rifle. Shit ripped. Yep, and killed him. Shit and killed the officer. Mm-hmm. You know, I just seen a video maybe two months ago of another uh, white man who was snatched out of a vehicle, and the two officers are begging this guy, please don't do it. Don't reach in the car. Don't reach in the car. Please don't reach in the car. And he proceeds to reach underneath his seat, pull out a pistol, and fire at these officers while they have hands on him. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's little shit like that that irritates the fuck out of me, because if that had been a a person of color, you would have whooped his ass, tased him, maybe even killed him, or very much so probably killed him for him reaching back in his vehicle. You know, so it's just like the it's, I, listen, the I, shit, what you just described goes down to a psychological level of d- a person being inhumane. You understand just that, right? I'm tired of this shit, man. I'm so I, sick of this shit, bro. I'm so sick of this shit, bro, because it's like it, it's scary even being out and driving. You don't know if you're going if you're going to deal with a cop that's having a bad day. Do you know? That's true. So I'm going to tell you a little secret. I didn't. Well, not secret, but I'm going to tell you a story. I didn't tell you this shit, actually. Um. So, you know, I went down to Virginia, right? Yeah. So I was driving back and I think it was, I was in Delaware and no bullshit. Check this. I'm going to tell you this whole uh, interaction. I'm on the phone with my oldest sister and literally I'm driving. I remember I kept hitting these little towns. I was like, I need to slow down because I don't want to get stopped. You know, and I got tents and shit. I got, I got different tags. I got I to gotta be more cautious. So I'm driving and then out of nowhere, I see like these flashing lights. But because my tents are so dark, I couldn't really tell how far away the vehicle was. So I'm like, oh shit, there's a vehicle coming up. And then I'm like, oh wait, no, he's behind me. So then I pull over and there's like me and this other car. So there's me, car behind me, and then the police car. Me and the both cars pull over all the way to the, the to you know to merge out of traffic and then the cop car got in front of that car to get directly behind me so what do i do it's maybe like eight o'clock at night i lower all four windows hit my dome lights right and what i'm doing is i'm letting the officer know because it's dark and it's a traffic stop that they can see inside my vehicle right they have a mm-hmm. full scope of how many bodies how many people so they are already feel at ease so let's say if it's one-on-one, means one cop on one individual, right? If it's one-on-four, you know they're going to call another unit, stand the fuck by, right? Because no sane cop would walk up to a vehicle with four people. Just letting you guys know that right now. So it's one-on-one. I lower the windows. I'm calm. My sister was like, you good? I'm like, I'm great. I'm straight. He walks up. You know, he he addresses me. He's like, hey, how you doing? I was like, how you doing, sir? And then he um, he told me I was speeding. He said, he, got, he clocked me at 64 in a 45. That's what he said. I said, okay, no problem. I know for a fact I wasn't going that fast. So I gave him all my information. I let him know, um, you know, I told him where my stuff was. I gave him specific details. Like I'm going to reach, you know, grab my glove box. Everything's here. He's like, okay, cool. He walked over to the other side. I handed him my shit. He came back. He's like, here goes your information. Here's your summons. And he's like, Hey man, this is what I knew. He's like, Hey, um, I know I said, I got you a 64 and a 45. I'm going to go ahead and put it as a 50, 
59 or 54. So you're doing nine over. That way it's a little bit less money. He's like, hey, you have a good night. I was like, thank you. Appreciate it. You too. And walked away. When he walked away, I started laughing. And my sister's like, what's up? I was like, yo, any cop that stops someone for speeding is going to tell you what at the end of that conversation? Slow down. Slow down. Right? Slow down. Drive safe. None of that. All he said was, hey, man, I, you know, thanks. Appreciate it. You have a great night. And I was like, I'm just trying to get home. He's like, yeah, I, I understand. And then he smiled and walked off. So immediately I knew I wasn't speeding. It was the tags that he stopped me for, right? But just off the interaction and knowing the law and knowing what, what it is, I knew if you got somebody that is like, that's gold, right? Especially trying yep. to make a quota. If you caught somebody going 20 over, that's gold. Why the fuck would I give that up? Especially if I'm stopping this individual for that purpose. You know what I'm saying? Why are you doing any type of favors at all? Because I know I wouldn't personally, unless there was some interaction where, you know, I felt bad. You're also a dick, so, though. <laughs> no, I'm not a dick, bro. I'm a, I mean, shut up, bro. When it came to working, I was not a dick, bro. I was not a dick. If anything, I'm the first person to let you go than anything. Tell me not. You know how many people I let go with, up with so much shit I let go? I'm just like, yo, do better. Do better. If I see you again, that's, you fucked up. How you many times? You fucked up, right? <laughs> that was my shit. You know you fucked up, right? But yeah, so I immediately, that whole interaction, right? My sister was like, oh my God, I would have been so nervous. My heart would have been beating through my chest. I'm like, listen, I know when it comes to my car, I'm always on top of my shit, right? I know all my shit is clean. I know everything is, is good to go. I'm not concerned about that. I was like, I know I'm not carrying. I know I, I'm, I'm in complete compliance. So if anything that was to God forbid happen, it ain't on me. And I got you on the phone. So you, she's like, I, she's like, I don't understand how you do it. I was like, listen, I've been there. I've done that. And I get it. I can also tell within this interaction that homie was just trying to make a, make ends meet, you know what I'm saying? Make the quota. Yeah. And yeah. So I don't, I particularly don't get nervous when I get stopped by police. I really don't. Um, I, do. I don't bro. I don't. I'm like, I you know, if it's my time. time, it's my time. Fuck it. Here we go. Nope. I do every time and it's just like, fuck, like it got to get me thinking like, all right, so if shit go left, what's my move? You know, what do I do from here? And that's sad you because know? you know what? I know you're not riding dirty. I know nope. your shit is clean. Everything's in order and you still feel like, damn, I can be a victim. Absolutely. That's horrible. I, 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 the Philando Castile thing changed everything for me, bro. It really did. Cause like I said, he did everything that he was supposed to do. Everything mm. he was supposed to do and lost his life in front of his family. I know. And the bastard got off, you know, and the bastard got off same state, same state. Uh, not too long after that. Um, I think the, the cop might've been Egyptian or some shit and he killed some crazy white woman and they fried his ass. Like, I think he's still in prison right now. That's fucking crazy. Same, same state. So it's just like when it, uh, that's why like when motherfuckers say it's not about the color, like it always comes back to race. It, it is. always it does. does, man. It always does, bro. And it's just like, it's sad that that's what we have to deal with here in 2021. I feel like we take on steps back when we should be moving forward. I feel like we done lost a uh, uh, hundred years, a century worth of progression of progress. You right. know, we, we should be so much further ahead than where we are right now. And I feel like we have been held back on purpose um, by rich people who don't give a fuck about anything that would like to keep shit the way it is. 
that's another reason why this whole like Congress shit, like these people shouldn't be able to serve all these fucking years. If you were alive during segregation, your ass should not be in any position of power at this point. <clears throat> President. <clears throat> If he got to go. Alive, come on, he got to go. This, he, I know. He's, he is dying in front of us. He is. And he's no better. And I know a lot of people were mad with him siding with the fuck it, with the verdict. And I know a lot of people were upset. And a lot of these, like, even Cam, uh, Kamala Harris was speaking in fucking parables and shit. Like, bitch, speak English. She's like, oh, we still have so much work to do. What are you trying to say? Like, do you agree with the verdict or you don't? Why are you guys trying to play both sides of the fence? Say that shit how you feel and let's move past it. Say it how you feel and let's move past it. And just because I say say it how you feel doesn't mean say it with ignorance. I'm just saying when you say what the fuck you mean and mean what the fuck you say, we're good. Now we can get to the next step. Now we can talk about it. Right. Well, but, you know, but you also have to look at who the fuck they are. Like they, they they're trying to they, they want to save face. They want to please True. everybody. You know, that's why if you notice. Typically, other than the Don. Nobody has really said anything and stood on the fact of that's what it is. It's always a middle ground or yeah. trying to appease both sides. You know right. what I'm saying? Can't so, serve two masters, bro. You cannot exactly. serve two masters. And if you know who the fuck you're trying to talk to, it's really easy to say what you want to say. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say this, and I thought I'd never say this shit. I low-key miss the Don, bro. Oh, I do. You about to get I, called all kind of coons and I don't lickers. give a fuck. Let me explain. <laughs> I, you know what I miss about him? No, there's certain things that I miss about him. I don't miss like I don't miss the ignorance. I do not miss the ignorance. I fucking despise the ignorance. I despise how the way he is. And when it comes to like just as a person. But the one thing I do appreciate more than anything, you know where he stands. Right. Yeah. This nigga called the coronavirus the Kung Flu. That is the funniest shit I've ever heard a president <laughs> say. I don't care what bro, nobody say, bro. That I, that that is that's comedy. That's comedy I, gold. I just miss. I just miss. Like you know, I don't like him. Don't get me wrong. I don't like him. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan, especially after like knowing what I know. I'm not a fan of him. But I miss it. I miss the honesty. I miss like this is how you this is how you feel. Okay, yeah. what you gonna do about it? Fuck is you I'm gonna the president. do? I'm the president, bitch. Like, <laughs> fuck you gonna do? Don't you? I miss that real. Like, that's real shit. I, we need people who is real. And I, like I said, I'm not a fan. I'm not saying that me and this motherfucker be best saying, of buds. I, I just really appreciate. I appreciate a motherfucker that's gonna keep it real with you. And, and knowing where you like, stand, knowing where you correct. stand with a motherfucker, and they correct. they honest with you as soon as they hit the door, they let you know right. exactly what it is instead of them trying to bullshit and cherry pick their way around. You know, Facts. To, like that. I, I hate that shit. That's just it's me so too. Fake. It's and so that's fake. all we're getting. That's all we're getting now. Right. That's all we have been getting for the last how many years when it comes to politicians. And he was one person that was just the opposite of that. Right. Yeah. He was the opposite of that. And I, I would rather us have that right now. So everybody knows. OK, cool. That's where you stand. Cool. Instead of making all these fucking false promises and fucking with us. So if you had to do it again. If you had to vote again. I would not would vote for this nigga. No, I would. But I feel you, like you wouldn't vote for. I wouldn't vote. I wouldn't vote for. Um. No, no. I wouldn't. I would have never. I would not change anything. I wouldn't change anything. Is what I'm saying. I wouldn't I would, have I would voted. Not, I would not change anything. Right. I wouldn't have voted. I wouldn't have voted at all. I, I would have just said fuck it. What's so fuck special it. about this election that you know made me vote? Like the fact that I wanted Donald Trump out of office. Like I, I, if I could go back, I wouldn't have voted. Fuck Joe Facts. Biden. 
my thing is like my whole thing with it is like yo when you look at everything that's going on all the false promises the lies it's like it's like you're it's like abuse it's abuse bro it's like emotional abuse and mental mm-hmm. abuse you're fucking lying to us but babe it's gonna change you guess like you're doing it you're doing the same shit, bro. It's like an apology with no change, bro. It's manipulation, and that's all you're doing. And people are dying. People are people are really being affected by this shit. You people know, they're losing have... their houses. People are losing their yes. homes. People are yes. committing suicide. You yes. know, it's like this is a stressful fucking time to be alive. And a lot of these bullshit ass promises that were made, you know, people had hope. They had mm-hmm. something to look forward to. And now it's like you know that you're not getting that. So it was mm-hmm. like, did you just tell me that just so I go out and vote for you? Just and, so you can fuck me. <laughs> and, whoa, pause. Man. Uh, <laughs> not like that. Fuck? Not like that. <laughs> you ever heard your, some shit? Say that's Yo. real sensual too. Just so you can. Whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> just so you can fuck me, huh? The just so you fuck? can fucking use me, <laughs> bro. Bro, I feel like I feel like we as the people you, or a woman, you, bro. Have, have you heard that one a lot? There, say. <laughs> you, you heard that a few times, huh? <laughs> I'm just a holder, you, you, huh? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yo, you're fucking stupid, nigga. Oh, my God. That's He's like, yo, funny. you heard that before, huh? Haven't you? Yeah. Fuck you, nigga. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, like I said, we are used. We are being used. We're being fucking used. And it's annoying, bro. But what, what can you do? You can't do shit. You can bend over and bite the pillow. I know. Because they're going to fuck you either way. <laughs> don't get fucked. So either you can fight this shit or let it happen. But facts, either bro. way, it's going to happen. And it's okay Like the, it's okay to change your opinion once you get new facts. That's what it's, that's what it's all about. That's maturity. You know, that's, yeah, that's maturity. You know, that's you being a reasonable thinking person. Mm-hmm. I see the facts. Like, the fuck? Right. <laughs> and another thing is, like, like, we can still be cool. Like, that's another thing, bro. Like, I feel like one of the biggest problems in America today is, like, everyone feels like they have to choose a side. Yeah. Nah, bro. Like, you don't have to choose a side. We can all just, you can just agree with certain things and don't agree, you know? And it's like, we can all be cool. We all want the same thing, bro. We all, right. all want a better way of life. Why can't we all just come together and have a better way of life? Why does it have to be so fucking, well, I know why it's like that. Because there are certain people who have, for the longest time, have been rewarded just off of who they are and what they look like versus or what they look like versus who they really are as people. Yeah. Right. That's why this race thing is still a fucking topic of discussion. Let's keep it a stack. That's why it's a, a topic lot of discussion. people don't want to take accountability for their actions right. or the actions of their family members. They're just knowing the history of what the fuck, like what you've benefited from. You, you, it's hard for them to take a, a step back and really look at it like, okay, well maybe I did get to where I am just based off of, this yeah know, rather than yeah, I, me, you know me working hard and actually earning this shit and, and another thing is like okay okay now like, why do I, I know these guys right these older guys and one thing i really do appreciate like i just told everybody i appreciate the realness so i'm in a barbershop one day and this is older white dude and you know he's he gets his hair cut at a black barbershop right and um the dude is just like he was in there like i was like um you know talking whatever he's like Listen, I got racist friends. Of course I do. I'd be lying if I said I didn't. He's like, but at the end of the day, I don't see color. So I asked him, I was like, listen, what's wrong with seeing color? What's wrong with that? He's like, because I don't judge nobody by it. And I was like, that's fine. But there is nothing wrong with seeing color. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with that. But when you start to say things like that, it makes me wonder, well, what's, what the fuck is wrong with that? 
it's okay. Like we can have these conversations. And he said it, he was like, yo, well, how come this happens? And I was like, well, how come this happens? And we were just going back and forth. And at the end of the day, it became a conversation to where like, it's uncomfortable because we feel like we're offending each other, but fuck that. As long as at the end of the day, like we can walk out of here, shake hands and be cool. We're good. And I feel like that's where we need to get to as a nation. Like let's it's in, I'm telling you right now, bro, people have been preaching this shit for decades. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen until, until everybody, and until everybody's just mixed. I feel like that's when this shit is really going to start to change where it's like, it'd be, even when you're mixed, let's keep it a stack too. It, there's still some type of resentment and colorism. Like mm -hmm. people just feel the need to be better than others. Yep. Maybe yep. when we hit this fucking virtual reality world, maybe that's when things will start to fucking die down. Because then people can really choose to be what they want to be. What they want to be, yeah. You know but what I'm saying? Then, uh, you know, and that's a slippery slope too. You know? I know. I, but the but when people say they don't see color like that, that kind of irks my nerves too. Because it's like I want you to see color. Mm -hmm. I want you to I, my my complexion is part of who I am. I want you to right. see my color. You know what I'm saying? I I don't want you to look at me as some just faceless motherfucker. Like you should see my color. You know. Right. So it's, wrong with like, that. it's nothing wrong with that at all. It's just like if we get into this whole virtual reality thing and it's a, a new set of problems that comes with that, you know, I agree. And I, and I agree this whole, you know, I, I get it because now you're going to have this. Let's say you have this fat guy sitting behind a sofa. Meanwhile, playing as a chick with like green hair, like you could just you could be whoever you want to be. And that's OK. Right. But it's not you. And it's mm -hmm. like it that it has like a lot of self-esteem issues, a lot of like internal issues. And people have that shit now. And yeah. as, even with, as, just, even with social media where it is right now, it's just correct. Like where people get the the thing that I'm more worried about is the fact of like that is not real life. Mm -hmm. You know, that's not sunlight, that that's not real air that you're breathing in over there. You don't feel that rain. Like that's not real fucking life. That's Facts. where. You know what I'm saying? That's where I'm looking more so towards when it comes to the virtual reality thing, because you can already see it when it comes to video games and see it in technology with these kids. You Facts. Know, kids ain't going outside and playing no more. They're stuck to a tablet. Mine included. You know what I'm saying? Mine, it's, a, it's, a, it's a lot of tablet time around here. Shit happens. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's like you see where technology is going and like, I don't know how that's going to affect society or if it's going to better society in any way when we already have so many problems that we don't, that we haven't dealt with, you know? Facts. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. I mean, like I said, the proof is in the pudding, man. This, this, this whole episode is, is based on the premise of like, it's not fair. The system is broken. Let's just keep it a stack. The system is broken. And I think where it really falls is on who's determining what, what punishments for who yeah these judges these judges these judges these judges these judges like With all of that shit stems from them mm -hmm. they are the deciders they are the deciders because i'm telling you these lawyers I, i'm also like i said going back to the, this calvary house case the prosecution i don't know bro i feel like they dropped the fucking ball they dropped the ball with these weak ass charges i keep seeing these fucking cases with these prosecute with these prosecutors are not taking the time to really like make sure that they have a solid case you have to prove without a reasonable doubt this individual is guilty you know what i'm saying and overlooking like defenses already the defense attorneys already have a heads up because they were doing what you were doing you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so they know every single fucking every single avenue 
aspect crevice that you're going to take to try to solidify your case. You have to work 10 times harder. And being a lawyer is not easy, bro. I know I'm up here talking like I've did this shit for 10 years, but I get it. I understand. But I'm telling you right now, like you got to, if you don't take pride in your job, don't fucking do it. If you're not going to give 110%, don't do it. And I'm not saying they didn't. I just felt like those weak ass charges. And, and I feel like they could have done so much more if they really wanted to, you know, bring justice for those victims. And Did one thing. Go sorry, ahead. Keep going. Go ahead. Remember what you're going to say. One thing that you. pissed me the fuck off. Right. And I see this shit all the fucking time. The victims, they start talking about the victims and what they were. Right. The victims were this. The victims were that. They were this. They were that. You get what I'm saying, though, right? And we see that shit when it comes to, like, I told you, victim blaming when it comes to, like, women and mm -hmm. sexual assault cases and people of color. Well, he was on drugs. Mm -hmm. He was this. He was that. And that's the whole reason why I bring it up. So the victim blaming that takes place and to, and to try to make the, you know, the other person seem better is insane. It's a dirty tactic, bro. But sometimes it works. Because all I keep hearing about the George Floyd is like, oh, he was on drugs. He was this. He was a crack addict. He was that. He was this. I'm like, bro, but at the I end of the day. Don't he, wasn't he a rapist, too? Don't he got a sexual assault on him? I don't know about that. Hey, research department. You called it. You're going to have to research. Yeah, Hit I that. Got you. There we go. Yeah. But my whole thing is like, you know, the victim blaming that takes place during these cases. It's a dirty tactic, bro. But the shit works, man. The shit fucking works. Then picking jurors out of a hat. Yeah, that shit was. What? When the fuck do, <laughs> bro? I always think of that fucking quote for that movie. When the fuck did we get ice cream? Like, when the fuck did we started doing that, bro? Like, when did we start doing that? When was that? When did that become a thing? Yeah, that shit right there was crazy. Speaking of jurors, uh, I was actually I served on juror duty uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> before, and on the one case where I actually made it to the case, because you know uh, when it comes to jury duty. They, they pre-screen you, you know, you come mm -hmm. in a room and then the lawyers pick who they think and then they agree on it. And, you know, then you go to trial. Uh, this trial so happened that I'm a black man who was involved in law enforcement. You know, they, they thought I would be perfect for the case. Both sides thought I would be perfect for the case. And they mm -hmm. were absolutely right because um, they couldn't they can't say why. And as they were going through the case, they said um that the. The officers walked up to the vehicle and just pulled this guy out of the car because he was sitting in front of his house. And from there, I was sold. That was racial profiling. I don't give a fuck what he had on him. They had no reason to be there to pull him out of that vehicle. They had no, re I don't give a fuck what you caught him with. You had no probable cause to pull that man out of the vehicle, right? And as you know, we going through it and I think the case lasts like three or four days. Um, the first two days, at the end of the day, as a jury, we would go back and we would be able to discuss, you know, what happened, what we thought so far. And um, as every day, I'm like, nah, it's this shit was racist. It was, I don't give a fuck. And like, I'm <laughs> arguing with these people in here. And then the third day comes around and they bring his girlfriend up on the stand to testify. Mm -hmm. And they play recordings. Oh, God. From the jail cell phone, the jail phone of him and her talking mm -hmm. and like this man got to be the dumbest son bitch to ever get locked up because like you on the phone telling her to go buy a new scale like not even using no cold words like he just out with what he was doing mm -hmm. and he was selling drugs so 
from there, I was like, I, I can't defend this guy anymore. Like there's, I, I can't defend him. Like it, it is what it is. Come to find out he was on probation and he his PO came to check on him. That's why the police were there in the first place. Cause they didn't say why they were dispatched or any of that. It was the PO, the dude missed the check-in and the PO came to come check on him and found him in the car with somebody else. And they were smoking weed. And when he pulled him out the car, he had a whole lot of crack, like a whole lot of crack. And this wasn't his first time because obviously he on probation. Mm -hmm. But off of, you know, the strength of that shit right there, I don't even know where the fuck I was going at this point. I just want to share the story. <laughs> um, <laughs> He's talking about, so, you, yeah, go ahead. Just, jury duty. you know, off of, you know, that right there, it's like being on the jury, if you got the right person there who can make sense of the shit, I could have easily kept pushing for, you know, what I believed in the beginning. But the fact that like I got new facts and was able to change, you know, be able to look at these things. Uh, what's the word I'm looking my use my deductive reasoning mm. to to look at the facts of this and say, okay, well, they, they had to be there for a reason. They had to be there for a reason. And then come to find out that's what it was. So it was like, okay, well, I, I'm glad that I was able to look at these facts and reassess what I thought rather than die on that hill of racism. Right. And this bastard be out here still selling drugs. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, cause it ain't like he was, he wasn't able-bodied or some shit. Like you, 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 you could go get a job, nigga. Like, <laughs> mm -hmm. like you, you don't gotta sell dope. Like what the fuck is wrong with you? I get it. Right. Like, you know, but it's like when it comes to that, and then for him to put his woman through that, you know, I look at that, like, you know, you really put her at risk cause y'all got kids and you got her out here doing this shit while you locked up. She had a job. She had a decent job. That's you fucked know? up. So it's just shit like that is like this. The justice system's a it's a it's a crazy game, man. It's a it's a crazy yep. game, bro. When you have all the facts, then you make a calculated decision, and it's okay to change. That nigga was guilty. I mean, it should have led with the fact that the reason why they were dispatched to begin with was because he missed. Uh, they had now they have probable cause to pull him out the vehicle. Now they have probable cause for all these other things, and then you, as a person in law enforcement background, can be like, that shit's clean. Yeah. Right. But they but also they don't. But if they if they tell you that he's on probation from there, you're automatically guilty. Yeah. It has that. Exactly. If you've done it before, you'll do it again. That's Correct. why they didn't bring up the fact that he was previously convicted of anything. Mm -hmm. They didn't even talk about his past charges until after the fact. And me being the, the guy that I am, you know, a, after, you know, he gave the guilty verdict or whatever we um, <clears throat> well, after we he, he announced it and everything, we go back into this little area and when the judge comes in i have a list of questions already ready for this guy mm. okay so did we make the right we, we make the right call he was like yeah, if you guys would have said not guilty i probably would have asked you guys to go back and and, and, <laughs> and try this out again but yeah. um yeah he he and he went through the facts and told me everything so he told us everything from there and i was like okay well we, we made the right decision and it was one white man that was in there me and this white guy were button heads the first two days we were going at it with each other mm. because at this time you got Trump as president, you know, you got a lot going on. This is pre COVID, but you mm -hmm. got a lot going on at this time. So, you know, we're back and forth, back and forth. And it was like me and this guy was steadily bumping heads every day during this case until that third day. And it was like, we both felt bad because the woman got tied into it. The woman and the kids got tied into it, you know, mm. And this one lady that was in there was like, well, if that was my man, I wouldn't have got up there on the stand. I was like, yeah, you would have. They said they're going to lock you up and take your kids from you. Mm -hmm. 
for what you did because you just as guilty now. You sold drugs for You're an him. accomplice. You're an accomplice. You're you an know, accomplice. so they, they could have beat you over the head too. So you, you would have got up there too. And she sat down and thought about it. I was like, yeah, I ain't doing no time for nobody if, it, if it's going to take my babies from me. I was like, exactly. Facts. So you stand up here judging this woman for that. Like, nah, I, I, she did the right thing. His dumb ass, he did that to her. You know? Right. Be mad at that, man. As you know, the system works for those who it was created to protect. And that's what everyone needs to keep in mind. The right. system works perfectly fine. It works perfectly fine for those that it was made to protect. I don't know, man. It's a, it's a weird, it's a scary time to be alive. And like I said, I feel like it's on purpose, the fact of like where we are as a society. It's, I agree. It has to be on purpose. There's, it has to be. We're hustling backwards, bro. Yeah, man. Scary times. Backwards. Scary times. And uh, I do want to admit um, and say, you know, I apologize for the the uh, George Floyd comment after making, you know, going, doing some, some research here on the internet. That is not true. So he was never convicted of a rape. Um, or a sexual assault. Or a sexual assault. Or they say in here that uh, there was false information going around about him beating up and robbing some pregnant lady. That's not true either. Um, he was not um, a hero by any means, but he did not deserve. He wasn't a saint the way by any means. Right. He wasn't yeah. a saint by any means, but he was a human being, bro. Exactly. And the way uh, his life was taken from him was not just. I agree. So, you know, there's yeah. that. And as a man, you know, I'm I'm willing to step up and say what I said, you know, and admit my yeah. wrongs. However, I really wish I really wish that we had that type of energy, you know, and made you know uh, a martyr out of Philando Castile because that man deserved it. He really did. He worked for a school. He was an excellent individual, an outstanding citizen. And um, yeah, so R.I.P. to him. You know, rest in power. Because that one, that that case there, that that changed my life as a man. You know, the way I look at everything. After that, it was like I couldn't even. I, I didn't even want to be in law enforcement anymore. Mm. I remember that. that case. Yep. After that case, it changed everything for me. So deep shit. Deep shit. Controversial. We was all over the place today, but we we finished strong as always. Hey. So as always, we appreciate you guys coming out and listening to us, man. We thank you guys. Um, one thing we de definitely want to emphasize is like if you guys feel you have a topic, a comment or something that you want to address, you know, hit the DMs, hit the page, hit us up. And we are more than happy to get ahead and talk about it. You know, I know a lot of shit we're talking about. We're bouncing and people want to hear different views or what's our opinions on this. Please feel free to get in contact with us and we're more than happy to give you guys what you want. Because we got to give them what they want. It keeps the people going, you know? Yeah. <laughs> give but the people what they want. <laughs> we appreciate you guys coming and kicking with us for another week. I hope we ain't get you too uh, sweaty and get your heart rates up too much. But if we did, hey, you'll be all right. Drink some water. Mm -hmm. I'm Mo. I'm Say. And this has been Say It How You Feel. We love y'all, and we'll catch y'all next week. Peace.